Hi everybody, Professor Tyler here. So due to the way that our recording and release schedule lines up, almost everything we talk about in this episode is severely now outdated due to the fact that Snap has at least a little bit of an update almost every week. Um, some of the things are just ended up being almost wrong. Uh, we talk at length about the uh, beast nerf. Well, Bounce still ended up becoming a monster of a deck. It mostly just affected the particular deck that I was trying to run. A um, few other things. If anything doesn't jive with what you run into against the game now, that's why we recorded it a while ago. Maybe we'll have something a little bit more current coming up. Thank you. Bye. Bienvenidos and welcome to Noob Island, a place for nerdy fun, friendships, and learning. I'm Professor T. And I'm Professor Z. Much like the starting zone of many video games, the goal of our island resort is to teach visiting noobs about geeky subjects. But we're doing none of that today. We messed up! We assigned way too much homework. <laughs> I spent so long being like, guys, there's so much reading to do. Don't wait until the end. And then it was like Friday and I've still got two thick volumes of the Swamp Thing stuff being like, man thing, man thing. Thank you. I'm like, oh, no, I have so much to do. Oh, no. Oh, no. I took so much Adderall to be able to read almost everything. <laughs> I was like, I got to know this for the test. I got to know all of this for the test. <laughs> I was setting a good pace and then I got that text and I was like, well, it looks like I get to play some Marvel Snap this weekend. <laughs> Before we dive into basically all of that, uh, honestly, don't hate it because preview for next week, I'm having so much fun reading these Man-Thing issues. Oh, yeah, oh, same. They're, they're really good. They're wild. I knew they were good because this run is legendary. Before I even really knew who Steve Gerber or Man-Thing was, I had kind of like in the periphery that this was a, this was important. But that's for next time, because I have so much to read still. Yeah, like, if you're here to learn, then this might not be the episode for you, because we're just going to talk a bit to get some content. And it's still Marvel-related. Let me just say, we're not just going to sit here and, like, we'll go completely off the beaten path. We've missed so many episodes this year, and I just... If you miss an episode every couple of months or something, that's fine, whatever. That just means I get to go home and take a nap earlier, but, like... Things just keep happening. I hate 2023 it. has been the I worst year. I hate it. 2023 has been worse for podcasts than 2020. Yeah. We had nothing else to do in 2020. We just had to deal with the fact that Discord kept disconnecting me. Mm-hmm. So today is our Marvel's, after school activities. I guess so. <laughs> I'm not even sure how to. We have done no plan. We got a text from Tyler yesterday going, let's talk about Marvel Snap. That'll be fun. Look, I figure it's still Marvel-related. It's something all three of us have been doing. I'm into it. I'm just warning them. 
there is even less cohesion than you would expect for a general nerdery episode, less than, much less a Noob Island episode. We're not going to explain how to play the game. We're going to assume you know how to play if you're going to listen to us. And if you don't, go download it. It takes two minutes to learn. And actually, yeah, it's... Trying to explain the game makes it sound 500 times harder than the game actually is. Hashtag not sponsored. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag willing to be sponsored. 100% willing. Yo, the sponsors get, like, free, like, gold and stuff every month. Really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, you could also just pay us real money, but honestly, I wouldn't. If they just gave me like premium every month, for real, just like give me the season pass every time, I'm good. I would make trailers for you guys, yeah. Yeah, I'd be a content creator I, I for got, Marvel Snap. Uh, I got the season pass today, which oh, I because yeah. I didn't do it last time, uh, and okay. I regretted it because I don't have Nebula now, and Nebula would be really useful in like five of my decks. Nebula is a really good card, yes. So Start saving up those collector's tokens. Yeah, but it circles other to a ones. new one yeah. soon. Well, and it just circles to a new card in like a day, and I don't have nearly enough collector's tokens. Oh, yeah, to but I mean, right it, it'll always come back around. Thank Christ. It'll it'll come back around. It's just annoying, because I have a pretty... Like, as I said, I have like four decks that she'd be great for. So far, it's... I mean, I did the collector's plus, which... Or season plus, whatever plus, mm. that gave me an extra... 10 levels right off the bat, which I don't think I'm usually going to do, but you figured why not? I can afford it. It's the first time it's really useful so far. Like the, the extra credits, the extra gold, especially Mm -hmm. makes it worth it. When you compare the price of the season pass to like what they normally sell gold for, like it's a super good deal. Um, even just from that standpoint, but credit to it. I mean, I've only played it for Plus like a mystery variants and all those. Yeah, sure. I've only played sure. it with this for less than a day. So I yeah. can't be like, it's so much better with this. But I didn't feel like I was super missing out on stuff other than I wanted that fucking Nebula card. Mm-hmm. So like it is as a free to play game, it is one of the best actually legitimately free to play games that I've ever actually played. But a lot like Pokemon Go, which is the other free-to-play game that I actually got invested in, I don't mind giving them money, because I've been giving them probably too much of my time. Right. And it's also not predatory, so you don't feel... You feel better doing it when you're not... Yeah. It's not like, it's free-to-play, but you've run out of energy, unless you want to buy more energy. Or it's free-to-play, or you can buy these cards that are really good. You know, there's a lot of people making arguments that they're trying to go a little bit more. I think it's so easy to to save up collector's tokens and stuff, though, to get to those cards. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with them because they they didn't they didn't drop Darkhawk or Null on the presumed schedule that everyone had guessed that they were going to based on when they dropped others cards in in the series. Mm -hmm. But they had already broke that precedent like half a month before by dropping um, Ghost straight from Series 5 to Series 3. Which is incredible. Because Ghost isn't that great. I still don't understand Series, what that... So, there's there's the different pools, right? Um, up till Pool 3, which is the biggest pool. That's where... Pool 3 starts at like 486. Something like level. that, yeah, at, at whatever collection level. 
And then that's when it starts going into like the collector's caches and stuff. Okay. I'm sorry, I've hit that. So there's the cards in series three are the car or pool three, however you want to say it, are the cards that you are most likely to pull from your collector's caches. Mm -hmm. And they're also the ones that like, um, once a season, you can choose a free one of um, okay. in the shop and stuff like that. When you get into uh, Series 4 and Series 5, those are the ones that are the brand new cards that are only four drop over the course of a month. And you have to buy... If you want them that early, you have to buy them with the collector's tokens. Or you have to wait for them to drop and then drop because they will eventually uh, drop to series three, uh, except for certain cards that are uh, labeled big bads, which the uh, second dinners announced will never drop in price. But that also means that they're always a good buy because they're never going to drop in price. Fair and enough. That's I, get, I get that. Galactus, Thanos, and um, High Evolutionary so far. Yeah. I've picked up High Evolutionary. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Overall, the way they balance the monetary practices, since it's the free to get free to play game, with the actual gameplay, it's very palatable. Because uh, they have to make money somehow, and so this is not predatory. It's fair. It's less predatory player. than Magic: The Gathering. I yes. I've taken a year break from Magic: The Gathering because I am very unhappy. Wow, you of all people too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was gonna say before we get too much further into Snap, like, what's everybody's history with card games? Or uh, like this kind of card game. Mine's real fast, so let me, because you actually have. Go for it. Um, I collected Pokemon cards when I was a kid, but didn't really understand. I played Yu-Gi-Oh! briefly for a year or two, and actually really enjoyed it, but it's fun. didn't have money. And what money I had went to comic books and Bellagarth, because it's me. Uh, and then I... Shocker. I know, right? <laughs> I played Magic the Gathering off and on. I was, for like a year, quote-unquote serious about it. But the problem is Magic the Gathering destroys friendships. Yes, it can. And Yeah, I get that. I I this way play you, mill. So. There were people. Oh, I've hey. had a, I, had a, <laughs> I also had a mill deck that made people not hey. want to play with me anymore. <laughs> they, uh, but like I had people who I was friends with, and then after I played Magic with them, I was like, oh, you're just not a good person, <laughs> are you? Like <laughs> And I started to dive back in around college, but again, was poor. I was super useless in college anyways. And I had a friend, we'll go with friend, who told me once, if you can't do 60 damage by turn three, why are you playing? And I was like, well, guess I'm done playing now. That was the problem. I never had anyone like who played at my level. Mm -hmm. They were either I was accidentally that dickhead to them mm -hmm. or... You know, I couldn't like I couldn't play my good decks because they had nothing, or I even my good decks were so laughably bad compared to these people that it was like this is not right fun. Yeah, power level in the power level ranking in Magic is incredibly inaccurate, and so unless you're playing top decks, the top like four or five decks, which costs thousands of dollars to have, uh, then you just don't know. Well, and when I was playing, because now there's a bunch of different play types, and I know those have existed for a while, but, like... Standard. We just played Standard. I didn't know there was stuff other than Standard, and now there's, like... Standard is worse. 
standard commander. I don't even know what it means. People have tried to explain it to me. I don't care. I still remember when it was Elder Dragon High Lord. Yeah, yeah. No standard commander, popper, uh, modern, uh, his. I don't know what popper is. I know everything else you said. The but... price range of cards. Oh, oh, okay. No, no, I take that back. I have a, I have a popper silver deck actually. Thank you. <laughs> 40 to 80 cards, preferably around the 60 range. 20 health. Go. Go. <laughs> yeah, Arena's really it. Arena is that what is it called? Oh, I guess I played an Arena match or two at one point. Uh, the Arena is, is it's like an online free. It's free. Mm-hmm. It's not as free as Marvel Snap is, but it's free. Uh, and you can play online. And you play you can play standard and you can play... They have a rotating game mode. Last I checked, it was not impressive. It was not very fun. Uh, it was very boring to play because the whole selling point of Magic is you're at the table with somebody, like your friends, someone at the card shop, your grandma on the countertop. Like that's the whole point. You right? don't like them much anymore, but they're there. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'll stop. <laughs> uh, that's why you have Magic friends, then you have real friends. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean. Okay, it wasn't related to magic, but this magic destroys friendship things is really funny because I also played a lot of magic. And it was mostly when I had a lot of roommates. They weren't all into it, but I was, you know, a couple of us were into it. And then we always had people around and just having those extra people to pull from because there was always somebody in every friend group that was into magic. And it was like, oh, cool. So we'd end up playing here and there and shit. Yeah. But then, like, the guy that I ended up playing with most often who like lived really close by for a bit so it was like legit was like playing every day it was against the same guy but we each had like seven or eight decks so so we, we were you able could to vary s- it up a bit we yeah. could vary it up quite a bit like we had a gigantic falling out during a time where he was actually borrowing like five of my decks because we each had a deck builder out app that we were putting each other's decks into. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I was suddenly down five decks because okay. of the uh severity of the breakup <laughs> and then just didn't play for a while um and this is a lot of magic players i know have some variation of this story yeah i still luckily i still had like my baby deck like my mm-hmm. my deck like mm-hmm. my main um and a couple others but honestly like a couple of my best decks were suddenly gone and that really sucked that and i sucks. was like well i'm not gonna play for a bit um I have, I did try Pokemon a little bit back in the day, but mostly just collected the cards, and even that I didn't do much of. Fair. I almost got into Pokemon a year or two ago because my roommate plays a lot of Pokemon, and so there was that like, hey, we can maybe do something together, but there was just, I just didn't have time. It's time. All the card games are trying to consume it. That's what I like about Snap. I can play a game in like five minutes. I'm going to play like 10 to 15 games. Fair. But I could play a game. Right. <laughs> um, and then, I'll, actually, lately for like the past year, I only play like once a month. Probably actually less than that, probably on average. Once every other month or so for like a couple hours at a time. But I've actually been playing a little bit of the Digimon card game. Nice. Is it good? Against one of my buds. It's fun. Like, I kind of don't under... Every time I play it, it's been just long enough that I kind of have to relearn it on uh, the spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do love Digimon, though, so... But it's it's wild. And, like, if nothing else, the art is super cool. Mm-hmm. And... It, 
it's wild just the whole Digimon I, Digimon evolutions are the craziest thing in the world like I just love watching my cards going from like a walking sausage to <laughs> to a giant to like annoyed man or like like Angel Cthulhu or something yeah. like, it's so fun <laughs> Hello, my teddy bear has now become Deathlock Godzilla. Like, <laughs> it's wild. So, but then uh, like now Snap, like Snap, love good. Snap. Yeah, I played. I wasn't allowed to play card games growing up because uh, my family was extra religious and it was the devil's work. And I so, well, I mean, I knew you had a religious work. family. I didn't know you were like banned from card yeah, I was games. Banned from like that and like Harry Potter and like tons of stuff growing up. So like I had to catch up when my parents divorced. My mom's like. <laughs> so uh yeah but after i was allowed to i got into Yu-Gi-Oh. um had a blast i still have like three or four decks that one of them i don't think is any in the arcs anymore but i have like a vampire deck and some of i don't have hmm. any of the newest decks from the last year or so because some of them are crazy um and then i played hearthstone for five that's years that's the world of warcraft one yeah okay uh, I've never played really any fun. of that, so I'm just... I, well, and it's the Hearthstone developers that, that make this. Make this. Yeah, so it actually is probably a pretty good game. It's really good. Uh, I still recommend it. There are some problems, but like it's the same with every game. You're going to like a lot of stuff. You're not going to like some stuff. Just give it a shot. Super fun. I'm going to admit, I'm probably not, because part of what wins me over on Marvel Snap is I do have such affection for the universe it's set in that it helps keep me connected in a way that a lot of other Mm -hmm. although that said I've been kind of thinking about getting into magic because I've been reading all the damn Magic the Gathering comics I knew nothing about Hearthstone's lore going into Hearthstone Uh because I I hadn't played a Blizzard game yet in my life at that point and so I jumped in and I was like oh this is pretty cool and I was like what's that character and it led me to World of Warcraft we're like what's that character I'm like oh like and then you go down the rabbit hole like that's Diablo and like all this other stuff. He's kind of franchise specific Wikipedia's have killed more of my time than I <laughs> ever really want to admit to. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then Magic, I have played that. I don't want to admit how long I played Magic. <laughs> a lot, a lot. I have put a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, no, into we magic. have gone to the comic book store together several times, and there have been more than once where I buy six probably overpriced collections, <laughs> and you spend more money on, on three cards. Cardboard, yeah. Uh, but this last, the last couple of years, I've not really, the last two years, I have stopped enjoying magic as much. Um, one, because a lot of people I played with, I started drifting away from for multiple reasons. And then two, destroys friendships. <laughs> and it wasn't even magic that was destroyed the friendships <laughs> no, at that I'm point. Just, it just lined it, up with It's the weirdest. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then two, uh, the prices kept increasing and the the worth of packs was going down and a lot of the cards that were coming out, I was like, eh. And then they started making these weird collector's editions and secret layers and like, oh, now we're going to tie in all these other franchises that have nothing to do with magic, but they're going to be... That did bother me up. They're going to be incredibly overpriced for no absolute reason, and it's like, I'm just going to... Well, and what's a bummer is, you know, I'm friends with people who run the local comic at game store, and I know for a fact that magic, while one of the biggest sellers, doesn't bring in a lot of profit. Not it is anymore. their, like, redline thing, to the point that a lot of game stores won't give their employees discounts on magic. Yeah. Because... You won't make a profit. 
at that point. Like Wizards of the Coast has made a lot of interesting business decisions the last couple of years that have impacted poorly on LGSs. Well, part of the stuff that went so wrong with them with uh, their D&D things was talking about, like, we need to monetize this the same way we've monetized Magic, Magic the Gathering. And, I'm and like, everyone's like, no. You don't. Please don't. <laughs> no. It's Magic has... It's too late for Magic. <laughs> Magic <has> we've accepted. <laughs> Magic has become exclusively a pay-to-win game. Unless you're playing in really strict rules... At your table, whoever has the most money will win consistently, and that's depressing. So I have I was in the middle of editing. I have three and a half commander decks, two standard decks. One of those also counts as a modern deck. Uh, and I was in the middle of renovating three of my commander decks, which are just really time consuming. And I just realized I'm not having fun with this. I'm not spending more money on this, and I put that down about a year ago. So yeah. Uh, Man, even really? even when I was heavy into magic, I couldn't be bothered to actually keep a deck within standard or modern, and I only possible. made decks to be ultra casual. Yeah, anything goes. No, I I, I think I, I did one tournament and got out on the first round without even like the guy was obviously like, "What are you even doing here?" And I was like, "Well, time to go." That's enough for me. You know, the magic community is probably the most toxic, the most elitist, the most if you can't play your poor type of community I've come across in a long time. And you play 40k? Yeah, they're more accepting people. <laughs> <laughs> because at least if you if they get there, that means that first of all they put a ton of consideration, time and money into their army, and then you get to beat them anyways and see them cry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's not fun. I would not recommend Magic to anybody right now. Um, and we I, did not know we were going into this to torch the biggest card game in the world, but um, uh, that I yeah. still love playing whenever I get the chance. That's but fair. Uh, but then Snap and Snap is really fun and refreshed because at that point I had stopped when I put Magic down. I stopped playing card games for a while. I was like, maybe I just need to take a break, and then re-download the Snap. And I was like, no, it's just those games. I want to keep playing <laughs> Snap. <laughs> right. Well, like I got back in. Because I, because I think I'm the genesis point for this. Snap I started infection. playing because you two wouldn't stop talking about it. Um, I picked up Slay the Spire on. Oh, that's so good. Game Pass. I don't know that one. And it's um, it's a card based roguelike single player. Interesting. Oh no, I have seen you play this a little bit. And honestly, I was, I felt like I was doing okay with it. And then realized just how little I was like scratching the surface, scratching the surface, and sought out content creators and like watched a couple videos on YouTube. So because of that, I started getting ads for Snap, and I was like, "What is this?" And I ignored them for like four months. Same. And then like end of the year came around, and like across a ton of different like video game news websites and nerd news websites and stuff. They were like top game of the year. Like it was, it made it into a ton of like top 10 lists, mm -hmm. maybe not number one, but like it, it's a free to play mobile game that was making it into like number seven of on game of the year lists. It, it broke steam on the charts when it first came out in steam for free. Like people on PC love it. It's a really good game. And, like, I just play it on my phone. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually kind of confused why you would play it on anything but your phone. It's just... Because PC players are weird people. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I was... But then, 
But then I got uh, COVID and I was like, well, it looks like, oh no, I got, I tried this out at the end of my concussion. Oh um, yeah. I was sitting around doing nothing anyway. And it was to the point where like I could start easing back in on some screen time. Totally. And I was like, cool, well, I'm going to try snap out because it's it, whatever. It's like a card game. I'm done in like five minutes and then I can go lay back down. Yeah. I've also stopped playing Pokemon Go. Same. And, same. like, I might go back to it. I'm not in any way being like, nope, Pokemon Go was dead now. I just, if you've listened to us talk about it in General Nerdery, I don't live in town anymore. And the nearest stop is, like, three miles from my house. So it's just a lot more work than it used to be when it was half a block from my house. So this has been my, like, time killer. Well, and in the time you've been gone, all the changes that they've made have made it even harder to, for rural players. Yeah. Pokemon Go actively dislikes rural players, and it's really frustrating. But Snap does not care if you're rural or not. It doesn't even need a good internet connection. Um, so just for context, as we talk about uh, cards and shit, uh, and just whatever else we end up talking about, I guess I'll point out that starting first, I think I'm still in the lead on this. I'm at uh, collection level 2,848. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know you were that far ahead of me. No, oh, yeah, you're definitely ahead of me. I don't know. You're but you're weirdly catching up quickly because you actually spend gold on refreshing missions sometimes, don't you? No, I don't refresh missions, but I do. Oh. I will buy energy. Oh, Okay. But I kind of have stopped doing that. I also have a hard time turning this game off if I have missions I haven't completed yet. Same. Not entirely. I've, I can do it, but like... See, I thought you were refilling missions, which I think is actually... Like, definitely stop buying credits with gold. I largely have. Uh, I think I think it's more efficient... To refill missions, but I'm not positive. How do that. I check my collection level? It'll be under your profile. In the 994. Okay. <laughs> uh, 366. <laughs> I haven't bought anything. I've, I've been hoarding all my gold <laughs> until I hit pool three. 885 gold. <laughs> now, I think the last stat I saw, because once you hit the collection, the collector's caches, mm. there is a slight amount of random chance to how quickly you get certain cards or not. Mm -hmm. um, but the best guesstimate for when you hit pool three complete is currently 4,460. Gotcha. So I'm still just barely over halfway Half, there. Yeah. And I'm not quite a quarter. That is... Pool three is huge. Both disheartening and really nice at the same time. <laughs> pool one's the smallest. I'm at the point... It was really cool at first because there were so many cards that I could still unlock and now I'm at the point where it's getting frustrating because I know the cards that I want to unlock just give me the card that I want that's all I want don't give me ghost don't worry about it I still haven't picked up ghost but yeah like I got yellow jacket and I was like you made me work this hard for this yeah yeah that's how I felt when I got crossbones I'm like really yeah oh I haven't got I forgot cross that is what is the thing that I might be most fascinated about in this game is the the cards that appear that I, like, don't expect. You know, um, 
Jean Grey is not in this game, from what I can tell. Not yet. Um, she has been data mined, and she will be coming up at some point, probably within the next four or five months. But I mean, like you, mm-hmm. my my point is, like you know, Jean Grey is huge. She's Jean Grey, or uh, you know, on a smaller B level, Man Thing isn't in this. Should be. But Hellcow is. Bessie the Hellcow. Hellcow I got yesterday as well. I got Hellcow and Doctor Doom yesterday when I was playing, and I was like, this is a good day for me. Hellcow is fine. Hellcow is great. Hellcow should not look as cool as she does being a cow with a Count Dracula cape. No, it's awesome. Yeah. Venomized Hellcow, even better. Pixel Hellcow. The best. Weirdly good still. (laughs) Goated. Oh my god. Those pixel udders. The best. Moving past. It brushes your teeth Uh, at the same time. (laughs) I got the Lower Decks comic book oh. yesterday, and there's an ongoing thing of they accidentally create a sentient Dracula in the holodeck, and Boimler starts taking on the Dracula cape as, like, this is just practical clothing everyone should wear. And then I got Hellcow, like, immediately after nice. finishing that, and I was like, well, now I'm just kind of creeped out. <laughs> they talk to each other. Okay, you know what? What yeah. the heck? Um, what would you give Man-Thing for... That's interesting. I was trying to think about this a little bit actually yesterday, and I... Well, because a slight... Oh, go ahead. Ongoing effect. I'd make him a power three, or cost three, power two. Oh, I would do power higher than his cost, probably. With an ongoing effect where if he... In the era that he's playing, there has to be an effect that buffs him with whoever else is in there, because it's his swamp. Sounds like Shrek. (laughs) See, I don't know, because I was thinking about this. When you look at Man-Thing in modern comic books, this is a slight spoiler for stuff, because you've only really read Man-Thing from the 70s. -hmm. In the modern comic books, his connection to the nexus of all realities has become a much bigger part of his character, and he's often even used as a teleporter. I mean, it's still pretty decent in the 70s stuff. Sure, but, like, you know... It hasn't come up in several issues, and I'm farther ahead than you, but, like, yeah, there's a random two-issue side plot about a dog. There's a a, random two-issue thing about the Fountain of Life that appears. I don't know if you've gotten to those yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Just out of nowhere. Like, there's the... The fact that he can is connected to the nexus of all realities and can teleport doesn't come up nearly as often. Well, it's a huge plot point later, so my brain, reading this from, like, having read modern Man-Thing stuff, feels like he should be part of a move deck. But move would be interesting. When I read um, 70s stuff, I almost feel more like either he should harm the other side, be kind of a... I call it my dickhead deck, but, like... <laughs> A, a power similar to Spider-Woman of, like, do negatives to a, a something. Fair. Or um, the other possibility is be almost impossible to kill. Like Colossus. Like, not necessarily Colossus' ability, but something. See, so my, ways you could take him. my ideas was, one was first, I was really bummed that Living Tribunal has the ability that he does. Because I felt like you could do something like that with Man-Thing so that he would almost work as a as uh, Nexus mm-hmm. in a way. Because it even spreads the... Or you could give him the Nexus power, basically. Or you could do it where... So he's he's the he's the card equivalent of that space coming up. 
Yeah, he'd have to be pretty expensive at that point. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Make him a cost six or two. six. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Or, I think the other fun thing you could do is make him a like a clone of the thing, a four six with no ability that gets activated by high evolutionary like the thing does, except it gets more of a misty night type sure. uh, ability, so that it's growing instead of taking away from the others. I hate Herbert decks. <laughs> evolutionary Herbert Windham. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't even enjoy playing them that much. There's something about found about them I find so frustrating. It feels like playing magic to me when one of those come up. That's fair. <laughs> Similar energy. I don't like the person I'm playing against because it's Herbert. Um, I High Evo's been one of my favorite card drops because it makes a few iconic characters actually playable. Yes. I I agree that it's a really interesting thing. I just... There's something about it that's so obnoxious to me. Yeah. Maybe it's because everything else, I have a pretty good idea when they play the card, and I'm like, oh, that's what that costs. I don't have to, like... Is it Is it consoling, at least, that... He's the worst card in his own deck. Oh, by a long ways. <laughs> Which is fair, because he's almost always the worst character in his own stories. Makes sense. High yeah. evolutionary. Correct. I mean, I still haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, where he's supposed to be very yeah. good. Uh, not good. Interest. Fun. Compelling. Whatever. A good part of the story. <laughs> the foster parent to um, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver? Kind of. Yeah. Mm. I happen to be around and like to claim credit. God, they have so many foster parents. And a lot of them are dead. <laughs> Often thanks to the high evolutionary. <laughs> yeah. He's the one. Yeah, actually, uh, I don't go full high evo control because I suck at control decks. I'm so bad at control decks. But um, a version of like a negative high evo is been like my fallback this How season. How do you define control? I don't follow any of the stuff other than when you start talking about YouTube videos you watched. So control um, looks to like lock down what the opponent can do. Either in their hand or on the board. Oh, so similar to my dickhead deck, but... Yeah, yours yours is a little bit different. Yours is a little bit more like lane cloggy. Mm-hmm. Um, and which is, I mean, it's a style of control, but it's, mm -hmm. it's different than like completely locking out a lane with like Professor X yeah. or using Goose so that the opponent can't play like cards of four, five, or six on. I was thinking of adding both Cosmo of those and taking some stuff too. in. I will not use Cosmo. That's fair. I will not. <laughs> and then usually like pure control will have a, like a touch of move mixed in so that you can lock somewhere down and then move something into that spot. Yep. Fun. Okay, I like it. Or ways to project power otherwise, like maybe Claw is playing into yeah. that spot that's locked down. I need to I need to clean up the, again, I've dubbed the dickhead mm. deck, but it was literally just every card I had at, when I made it to annoy the opponents. Do a negative? Yeah. And I guess what I hate is proactive, like... 
proactive control is what I'm terrible at. Like, I'm not good at using Professor X to lock down a lane. Or, they honestly, I'm not even good at using Cosmo to lock down a lane. Like, I luck out every now and then, but I'm terrible at it. Um, I am a little bit better at more reactive control. Like, I played a control deck against you. That was that Sarah deck that had um, hmm. uh, Shang-Chi and an Enchantress. That's usually what's considered a control shell in this game is Sarah, Shang-Chi, Enchantress. That was frustrating. That was very frustrating. Uh, Killmonger. Oh, I love Killmonger. That's rough. I did but not that's a very reactive style, though, yeah. of control. Yeah. I did not expect to d enjoy the destroy decks nearly as much as I do, because, Fine. like, well, in Magic, I always hated any, like, hurt yourself, destroy your own cards, discard cards. I hate it. I've never liked that style of gameplay. I'm not even good at being mean to NPCs and RPGs. Like, that's just not how I roll. And but I don't, you're eating up squirrels all the time with Carnage. In I this. Love and I don't like Carnage. Carnage or Venom in the game. Like, it's it's interesting how annoyed I get when I really like a card where I don't care for the character. Like, early on, I, I don't use him much anymore, but I used to be really fond of Mr. Sinister. Fair. But I can't stand Mr. Sinister as a character. I generally don't find him that interesting. Like, with I, some mm -hmm. recent exceptions of stuff they've been doing with the character, but like, or like Carnage, I actively dislike. He's possible. He's my second favorite card in that set now, after Venom. Is Words Howard, I never thought I'd say. Is Howard the Duck in here yet? He is. Yes. I don't remember what he does. So with Howard the Duck, you can plop him down, and you can click on him, oh. and when you click on him, you can see what the next card in your deck is. Yep. Mm. So you see what you're going to pull next. Fine. Which is good just for planning, uh, but is super good if you're running him alongside um, Iron Lad, who gets the ability of the next card in your deck. Oh, yeah, okay. That makes a point to it. I was going to say, you know... If it wasn't you're done after six turns, but, like, you have a certain amount of life, once that life is gone, you're dead, I think Howard would be more powerful. Mm -hmm. But since you only have six That's fair. turns, you only have, you know, I don't Sometimes remember how much power so Maybe eight if you pull it perfect, like, the perfect combo. Yeah, the, the relationship, how you feel about certain characters and how you feel about their cards is so wild, though, because, like... My opinion on the character of Morbius has not changed. Same. But that card is one of my babies because I'm a discard man. That's Same. what I mean, also, though. Like he is a baby in one of those cards. <laughs> <laughs> they announced a big Carnage crossover, and I was like, oh, man, I care even less than I did before because you somehow made Carnage worse. Because they showed a redesign, and it just mm -hmm. isn't. Oh, good. I saw that, yes. It's bad. Yeah, not good. But that Carnage card. But Carnage is a really useful card to have. In fairness, Carnage is always, up until this new redo, Carnage has always looked cool, even if I don't like him. But also, that's part of me being like, you know, everyone else like Carnage, why do? Or like, I purposely put Punisher in my deck. I, Frank Castle may be one of my most detested characters in Marvel Comics, but he's a useful card to have yeah. in this game. He needs something, but... We could be here all day with that. I, think, um, I feel like when the game first started and everyone was like at the beginning collection levels, he was really good. He's good in pools one and two. But after that and people's skill level has increased, it, it's... I am... He is one of the ones I'm least likely to use, but he's nice to have in there if I'm having a kind of like 
eh, draw, fair. and I just need to put something to, like, even out a lane. That's fair. I will say in almost every single circumstance, unless you're playing him alongside, like, Arrow, Polaris, or Magneto to be able to pull their cards into a location that you want them to be, mm-hmm. uh, Captain America is always going to be the better choice because you get to control how that bonus gets boosted up. And it lets me take Punisher out of my deck. Cool. (laughs) No, that's actually a really good idea. He's in my power-up deck. Mm. But you're right, Captain America is a better setup for that anyway. It's just more consistent because you know what the bonus is going to be, rather than relying on the opponent to know what the bonus is going to be. Is there a top-tier Anthem deck anymore? What is Anthem? Uh, Self-buff. So, like, you have... Oh, okay, what I was just talking about. You have Kazar. So... You have... Uh, Blue, Blue Marvel. Set, Blue Marvel. Uh, you have. I mean, honestly, that deck works good. It, like it drops off at the higher skill levels, but yeah. it, it's a consistent enough deck that it you can still just run it. And my it's kazoo fine. deck remains really good unless they have Killmonger. Right. That's rough. And even then, I've got enough other stuff in there that I can toss in that I can usually at least limp through the rest of the game. Fair. With some of the other cards, there are funny variants and like higher power variants that you can play at that. You can get super greedy and throw infinite in there with the purpose of always having him in your hand and having Dracula be your four drop so that he hopefully hits infinite on the last turn. Yeah. I mean, you could also do stuff like claw alongside playing like an ebony maw and a titania that both get the bonus from Kazar because they're still one drops. Yep. So that's a 1-9 Maw. Doesn't Titania... No. That's a terrifying one, Maw. 1-8, uh, because it's... It's a plus one. Oh, yeah, 1-8. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't Titania swap sides of the drop of a hat or something like that? I don't remember. Yeah, so she flips sides whenever a card is played in that zone. Okay. But you can also zero Titania. So zero is a 1-3 that... Gets rid of the ability. Yeah, it gets rid of the ability of the next card you yeah, play. Yeah, okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, that's not a bad... So you could zero Titania, or you can zero Maw and still be able to play right cards on top of him. Or zero Lizard, because that's... Or you could wait drop. to play Titania very last turn so she doesn't have a chance to flip. Fair. Interesting. Okay, I see what you're going with. Uh, especially because you're not looking to play Infinite on the last turn, because you, you want, want him in your hand so Dracula hits him. Yep. How am I so much further than you and you're so much better at this game than I am? Because I've I've done a lot of deck building in different games, so a lot of the principles are the same no matter what game you go into. <laughs> so I'm like, like, this one gives me a plus. I like it. So like this I'll play playing this one, I'm like, this kinda feels like Hearthstone. <laughs> and I'm like, I wonder why. <laughs> I really liked the ability when the Clintar game showed or area showed up mm-hmm. at first of like merging them all into one powered symbiote. I was like, yeah, that's real good. And then I got Venom and realized how much better that is mm-hmm. when it destroys them, not merges them. That like the word merge makes me angry in there because it cancels out all of the awesome abilities, you know, like uh winter soldier won't, you know, it, it merges and eats up Bucky, but it won't bring out winter soldier. It doesn't make my death cost less money. That's a weird sentence to say out loud. Welcome to America. Uh, <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Got him. So it's not worth putting these cards in your deck 
just on the off chance that Clintar shows up. But the thing that Clintar is good for is Typhoid Mary. I don't Ebony have her Maw. yet. Oh, that one's a good one, yeah. Um, Lizard. Lizard's... It's, at, when you do it that way, it makes it worth the, the amount of energy you put to drop him. Anything that has the potential for a negative, you suddenly take away the negative by turning it into a different card. And it puts you ahead, always. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been fascinating to see their design philosophy with this game after playing through Hearthstone. Hearthstone's a good game. Uh, but it... They have done nothing but make it like that's something a professional would do. Like they understand their own game. Like they've made this system where I can like think about how would that work and then do it. And then you have tons of cards that look weird but actually have purpose instead of just the magic way of we're gonna print twenty new cards in this set that are worth less than a penny because we made them that way. <laughs> I'm like, <So> why? <laughs> half of them are reprints with different art and a different name. <laughs> yeah. That are just more appropriate for this setting. It's yep. a Mortal Kombat ninja recolor. Pretty yeah. much, but uh, worse. But this game, every... Depending oh. on the card, though, it makes it fun that you can put eight of them in a deck. True. Yes. <laughs> 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 but here, there's only, like, what, three card, four cards that are quote-unquote bad, but that's just because they're... I feel like some of those were just... They just need tuned a little more, and then the rest of them were just geared towards beginner-level play. Every yeah, every card's playable. Some of them are geared more towards beginners, but some of them are really, really outclassed. When you well, I, I take that back. Not every card's playable. Like crystal's still crystal's terrible. So bad. What's crystal do? On reveal, both players draw a card. Yep. As a three-three. It's like in a, a game where you only have twelve cards. So letting your opponent draw a card is one of the worst things that you can do to yourself. It's just a really crappy pot of greed. Yeah, I don't really. Uh... But yeah, like in low levels, I was like, Hawkeye, yeah, that's pretty good. And then it didn't take long for Hawkeye to be like, all right, yeah, you hang out, buddy. But those cards <laughs> You're fine. Got get everyone into the game and they kind of show like, this is what the abilities do. This is what you can like, you have the cool effects when you play your cards and it's satisfying to play. I was amazed how quickly I understood how this game yes. worked. Yes, they, they, they did something Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh can't do. And they've made cards that you can actually just see the picture and know. Like, oh. I mean, magic kind of does that, but like you still have to read the card because the stack matters. F- the stack. Sorry. <laughs> okay. You're the only one that hadn't sworn so far, so. <laughs> um, but here it's like whoever goes first, that's it. Then you interact after that, and then these new hey, cards. This is. This I is know how that you're. I know that you're interested in learning move, so you better get used to that stack, buddy. That's a. Uh, this stack is more enjoyable. I'm not saying spend money on this game, but if you want to learn move. Get the season pass this time, because yeah. getting Miles and Gwen automatically, I was like, oh, this is really nice. I already had Miles, but Gwen is an oh, amazing really card. Good. Like, I, have, I haven't I have picked her up yet, and just looking at her ability and, like... What was the name of that YouTube uh, channel that you had told me about? Oh, Molt. It's uh, so Molt good. is a content creator for, move. for Snap, and he move mains. It's, it is fascinating. There's so some... I watched one of his videos trying out go spider for the first time It'll and it's insane blow your mind there's you can there's so much movement you could do i didn't even know it was possible <laughs> i haven't yeah I've, i don't have my head around that one yet like most no no guess what move is the hardest to pilot deck in the game yeah like i feel like i'm playing normal chess with my discard and destroy decks he's playing 3d chess with four boards like <laughs> oh so the star trek game yeah <laughs> that's what i actually really want to play 3d chess oh <laughs> 
Move is the highest skill deck. I would say Sarah Control is the highest knowledge deck. You have to you just have to know. Um, um, but that also takes skill, because then you have to know the tempo of the deck you're playing against. And then... I love any Odin deck, like on a reveal deck where I can use a bunch of Odin. Mm, that's my... It's delicious. And then the lowest skill deck currently that is viable is probably Galactus. I don't have him yet, so I don't, Which don't is matter. fair. It kind of goes with his character. He's probably... He has no finesse. He's a Galactus. He's probably getting changed soon. And oh, by yeah. soon, I mean tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow is the big uh, month patch. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to be just number changes. It's going to be actual ability changes for anything that yeah. gets hit. True. Are you still playing with Beast? Not... Okay, so Beast got hit last Thursday mm -hmm. and got nerfed from being a 2-2 two -two to a 3-4. I say that that's a nerf because of the way that bounce tends to play and the tempo of a lot of bounce decks. Um, really what the change was is slowing down Kitty because Kitty is actually what makes bounce powerful. powerful. And it means that on average, Kitty gets two to four less power in the course of a match than than before. I don't feel like Beast was the problem. When but... I had a game where Kit, where it was one of the lanes of uh, when you play a card here, double its power, and then Kitty, that was the dumbest game I've ever played in my life. That was terrifying. It gets bad fast. <laughs> the problem was is that Bounce doesn't have many enablers right now. It has Falcon and Beast. Yeah. So making so such a big change to Beast was good for nerfing Kitty because something needed to happen there. Just nerf even Kitty. with that nerf, she's still one of the top three one drops in the game. We even talked about it. You could just have her start at, instead of one zero, just one negative one, and then you've already slowed the tempo down with Kitty. Kitty Sunspot and Nebula. Nebula. Yeah, but he's almost unusable in my Deadpool bounce. I have been using him in a couple other, like, he's not terrible. The fact that he is still the only card that can make your other cards count, cost zero mm. makes him incredibly useful still. There's value there. But, like, before in my destroy bounce, him being a two power also meant that I didn't mind hitting him with carnage. Fair. If you need the extra power boost, mm -hmm. that is fair if the trade-off is Now... I don't want to hit him with Carnage, and I don't want to hit him with Deathlock. No, because then it's a waste. Because you put. I, I want to hit him with. If the only thing I want to hit him with is Venom, and it, it reduced my options quite a bit, yeah. and really lowered my possibilities with uh, Deadpool, which bums me out. Like, it was such a weird move. I because Bounce wasn't even like an impressive deck to play against. So nerfing it was a weird choice. Yeah, nerfing that card because bounce was incredibly powerful, but it was the second highest skill deck after move. Yeah, so I don't know. I just nerfing one of the core cards for an entire arc just it feels a little. I mean, obviously it's still playable, and it's just a game at the end of the day. But it feels a little heavy handed, like. Unless they just really have a... If they're trying to set it up for a future card that's coming out for Bounce, I feel like it's a little overkill. Yeah, I don't know. I was doing a little Disrupt Bounce still and a little bit of Zoo Bounce. Um, the Zoo... Zoo's kind of weak right now anyway, just because K 
Killmongers all over the place because of Sunspot, Nebula. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Kitty, so... That's why I've stopped using my kazoo deck, which is too bad, because I loved my kazoo deck. Um, he's, a he's a fun... He's a fun... Yeah. Player. He's fun. But as long, like... If they throw, throw out a Nova, or if they're obviously running Destroy, then I tend to just nope out. Fair. It's harder to read if they're running Sarah Control, which also usually runs Killmonger, so I'll usually <laughs> get beat by Sarah Control. Um, but otherwise, like I know when to run on that. It's like if they throw a Nova down, turns one through three, nope. We're done. I'm getting out of there because they're most likely going to trigger it with a Killmonger at some point. Yeah. Or a Carnage, or uh, Venom, Venom, or uh, yeah, Deathlock. Yeah, I need to put Deathlock back in that deck because it's I just don't have enough kill things in it. But um, I don't like Deathlock nearly as much as I like the others. I, there's times when Deathlock is better than Carnage, and there's times when Carnage is better than Deathlock. It depends on how the game tempo has been going for you on your side of the board. If you haven't had good pulls, then and you don't have a lot of cards on the board, then it's going to be Deathlock. It's going to be better than Carnage. Yeah, but, I mean, it doesn't take much to get a decent Carnage Carnage going. Especially, yeah, especially if you got free cards for, like, the two Raptors you can get. Or, oh, I love uh, that. Just getting a rock or two. Like, that's fine. That's four power right there. Like, mm-hmm. Eat it. So, Carnage has more utility. Deathlock has a more, if you if you get pull bad, I can fix your curve type of thing. Love on a destroyed deck where I get the one where it's, like, Here's four rocks. If you skip a turn, they'll all be destroyed. Because, um, basically guarantees that my death card is going to be free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Destroy is fun. I mean, I get, we touched on it just a, a tiny bit, but, like, su- any, like, surprising favorite cards so far that you didn't think that you were going to like so much, but... Again, Carnage and Venom, be just... Although I'm not surprised those are good cards. Apocalypse. Mm. I, I've only read a few comics of Apocalypse on my personal time, and I haven't really enjoyed the character a whole lot. I have some. If you want to read some good Apocalypse, I've got some stuff for you. But he is very hit and miss, so yeah. fair enough. But the card, I just love. I it, when you ever you get it and you have like three cards in the hand and you hit Apocalypse twice, you're like, oh, <laughs> so satisfying. <laughs> I'm not very good at discard yet, so I haven't used him a bunch. Um, Plus, just the opponent sees it, so the opponent now knows. Oh, there's an Apocalypse that's worth. 18 power. Yeah, that hand. like, oh, Jesus. Then moment. You, so then they're <laughs> stressing, and you're like, I'm not even going to use them the last turn. <laughs> so. <laughs> it, Apocalypse gets even better with Dracula, because then you have a very slight mind game of last turn, are you going to play the Apocalypse, or are you going to play the America Chavez? And they don't know. It's super fun. It just causes pressure on the enemy. That's all I like to do. I appreciate, I mean, they're characters that I knew I liked, so I'm not surprised that I enjoy them, but, like, seeing Blue Marvel, and, I mean, he's not a world-changing card, but he is, there's very few occasions where I've played Blue Marvel and been like, that was a mistake. True. Uh, White Tiger. Also good. A little more random, which is hard to control, but actually really fits the character of Ayala, so. Oh, yeah, White Tiger. I'll agree with that. I I ran Odin White Tiger for a long time when I like my first month of the game real hard. It's a fun combo, and I'll still put together one of those decks if depending on like 
the weekly missions and stuff. Fair. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really do, like, specific... I mean, I don't design decks for a specific mission, but I do have nine decks. I, I have ten decks, but the first one is literally just my first deck I ever made. <laughs> I kept mine, too. <laughs> just to see the difference afterwards when I get to, like, deck ten of deck one. But I have Kazoo on Reveal... You know what? I'm, I named them all, so I'm just going to load this up real fast. You know what? Bringing that up, though, that's probably my biggest surprise card, because I still run these decks from time to time. Like, I didn't think Kazar was going to have... Kazar's a really useful ability. <laughs> Kazar's really good. Kazar's a really good card. Yeah. Kazar's arguably better than Blue Marvel. Yeah. I There's just... And so I, my polls may have been It's weird. the cheaper and the higher attack that really mm-hmm. does it, but he's... Better than Blue Marvel in specific decks. Blue Marvel is much more versatile. Yeah. It helps everybody. In Kazar, it's just you have to play tokens and one costs, and, which is fine. If, cause if, especially when you get to like the end of Pool 2, beginning of Pool 3, you get some crazy tokens that you can get. What, Demon? Uh... Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, you should only have to bleep one of these names. I have Kazoo, which is my one-card deck. I have On Reveal, which is everything it promises it to be. It's just... On reveal cards, uh, destroy obvious move, which is the move deck. <laughs> discard head more power, which is nothing. I think you said it's basically a guardian stack. Mm-hmm. Um, Herbert, which is my uh, uh, high evolutionary deck, and ongoing, which I made today. I think like, I currently have nineteen saved. Between those, and I'll keep making more and stuff because I have some. I have a couple of theme decks that I want to make that aren't necessarily like, this is on reveal, but like, I want to make an X-Men deck just to see what I could do using just X mm-hmm. characters. X-People. I mean, you're going to get Professor X. That's already an amazing card. And Sunspot and Magic, if I have her yet. I don't know if I do. And, uh, you know, or a Spider-Man deck, which is going to be really obnoxious, which I love. Are there, are there any? Hobgoblin's the one that I'm surprised I enjoyed mm. as much as I do because Hobgoblin <clears throat> is a really hit or miss character because mm. he's hit. knock off Green Goblin. No, I mean like as a character when a when someone writes him correct when Roger Stern writes him for example as creator, yeah. Hobgoblin's amazing. But a lot of people just make him less interesting Green Goblin, and that's a mistake. But all, he also gets hit a lot. Oh, he does. <laughs> And he should never win an honest-to-God fight with Norman Osborn. No. Like, when it comes to actual blows, Norman is so much more dangerous. <laughs> but uh, Hobgoblin is one of my favorite cards in my I'm Being a Jerk deck. Is there any decks that you guys have ran up against in the world where you're like, oh, I want to do that myself? I think that's where my Destroyed deck came from. Mm. Um, I came across the Move deck two days ago that was not it didn't run like the correct way to do things that I found really fun um, and I kind of want to sit down and make a, an antithesis of a move deck to like just mess with people in a fun way uh, other than that high evolutionary <laughs> just because I want to have a high evolutionary deck because why not it's fun I mean it is it just I don't know how to work the flow of it it's fair and it is really mean to your opponents in a lot of ways because, you know, like 
Cyclops hits every freaking round. Cyclops went from like one of the most forgettable characters in this game to obnoxiously capable of making your opponent mm -hmm. have a very limited ability in that lane. True. Yeah. Yeah. Cyclops. Plus the animation they added is so good. With the laser? The laser is yeah. so good. Yeah. Anytime I see someone play a Cyclops now, I'm like, no! I mean, Cyclops was okay already in Patriot, but he was also one of those ones where yeah, you could switch him out Patriot for... Yeah, but I don't have Patriot yet either, and, uh, and if not, he, I mean, he was fine when I very first started, because he's a 2-3 with nothing, but as soon as I got cards with abilities, mm -hmm. he left faster than Misty Knight did. Who runs non-ability cards now as a main deck? Patriot. But, like, I don't come across anything like that anymore. Like, I used to come across those semi-regularly, but, like... Patriot's still reliable. Um, it's just that, like, Haivo's still so new and shiny that so That's many fair. people are just running that they instead. Because it's the same cards for both decks, with, for the most part. Yeah. Fair. Just different play philosophies. But, yeah, it's a good game. Everyone should download it. Give it a shot. It's free. Yeah. Uh, that's... I was going to say, the, the one deck I ran across that I finally got to make that I wanted I wanted to make one after playing it, like, probably two weeks into when I first started playing, I finally got to make a Zero Shuri deck. Ooh. Well, that's that's what I played against with you. Yeah, with yeah, the yeah. Taskmaster. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Red Skull and stuff. Every time stuff. I think, I'm like, and I know all the cards now. I'm like, wow, that's like six cards that I've encountered once. Taskmaster is really fun. But I've been wanting to make one for a long time. Uh, I didn't pull zero till last week. Two really? Weeks, week I got him really ago. early. Um, but the awesome part of it is that I got him around the same time that I saved up enough collector's tokens to buy Zabu, which just... That seals the deal. And then I also pulled Shuri last week, was which was the last part of it that I needed. So, boom. Uh, pretty simple zero shell. It's zero Ebony Ma, Zabu, Armor, Lizard, Sauron, Shuri, Wong. I can switch out Wong. I'm not sure for what yet. Oh, I'm going to switch out Wong once I get Arnim Zola. But I don't have Arnim Zola yet. That's fair. That's interesting. Atuma... Typhoid Mary, Taskmaster, Red Skull. The Sauron gets rid of all ongoings in your hand and in your deck. So that means you're dropping Typhoid Mary without the downside. You're dropping... Lizard without the downside. You're dropping... That's interesting. Red oh, Skull okay. without the downside. Now I see downside. what you're saying. Mod, you can just keep playing in that area. Okay, last question, because we said, yeah, we can kill half an hour, and we're over an hour in recording. Mm-hmm. Who are some characters you would like to see? You don't even necessarily have to know like what ability you want them to play, but who are some Marvel characters that you would enjoy? So, like, both my serious and my joke answer are kind of the same, but I want something a little bit more serious. But Mark is the centaur. That'd be awesome. Okay, so on those same lines, Koi Boy, okay. <laughs> who is an ally of Squirrel Girl. Um... <laughs> Marcus the Centaur would be a lot of fun. Uh, I would love to see Ben Riley the Scarlet Spider, just because I love Ben. I'm trying to remember if we're getting him soon. No, he's not part of 
because we know what's coming out this month, and I'm trying to because we're getting twenty ninety nine this month. Yeah, we're getting Spider Ham, and we're getting uh, Silk. Oh, I could see that being good. I would like Gorilla Man. I think would be really fun, just because I really enjoyed the Gorilla Man. Fair. Is there a Doctor Druid yet? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be down if for that. If Damon Hellstrom has played, you die. <laughs> <laughs> you just replace with a dumpster token a zero zero. <laughs> He's really good until then. Yeah, Druid would be weird because he would be like a high risk, high reward. Yeah. In a more serious one, uh, Brother Voodoo would be a sweet card. Voodoo would be really cool. I'm with you, though, with Druid. I almost bought a book because Druid was in it, but I was looking at the issues, and I'm like, ooh, this is... I don't think this is going to actually be mm -hmm. worth the money. Yeah. I would really like to see... Ooh. A Kushala would be cool. Kushala would be sweet. Oh, man, you could do some cool card variants with her, too. What was the... Uh, Werewolf by Night is weird to me that he's not in there. He should be. Uh, Red Wolf, maybe, the agent who was when, working with... Whenever they decide to introduce their version of flip cards, we'll get Werewolf by Night. Mm. Ooh, that'd be a good one, yeah. Gross. The closest we <laughs> have... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the closest we have so far to that is uh, Bucky. Uh, I mean, you could kind of do a, that same sort of thing with Werewolf by Night, I think. Yeah. Has Moon Knight shown up yet? Yeah. In fact, I love my Moon Knight variant. What's Let me he, show him off. What's Moon Knight do? I don't he's a 3-3, three, three, and you and your opponent both discard a card. Mm. What was that giant green knight that came from the death domain when he stabbed you with his sword? It just burnt the sin out of you? Oh, the, ooh, that is good. That's a Scotty Young? Mm-hmm. Nice. I love that they're just putting the... I don't care about variants too much, but I'll see a Scotty Young variant and be like, yeah, I'm doing that. I only have Professor X for him. Oh. The, What's your guys' favorite variants? Baby Morbius. <laughs> again, Scotty Young. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't have... I think Professor X might be the only one that I have so far. Oh, okay. I like that Gwen 2099 variant as much as I'm not really into... I like Spider-Man 2099, but it's not Peter in the year 2099. So, like, Gwen 2099 or Miles 2099 doesn't really work for me as a concept, even if I go, yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, my God. They need to give me an unlimited variant. Lady mm. Sif variant. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man Unlimited's costume is sweet. Hunter's Moon would be a fun character. Yeah. I will... Um... I feel like I've lucked out. I've actually gotten a number of the variants that are, like, at the top of my list. Nice. Not not all of them yet, but, like, <laughs> Baby Morbius. And, in fact, Such I just sweet. inked him last week. Oh, interesting. You really like oh, the so Venomized good. variants. I prefer the Peach Momoko ones. I was going to say, I... It really depends on the Venomized variant. However, the I was going to say my overall favorite variant is my Venomized Lady Sif. That because one is really cool. Oh. I, I just consider it to be one of the best variants in the game. Venomized That's who I want so in the nice. game. I want Gwenpool. So good. That is a good one. I think she's been data mined. I did not expect to like the character of Gwenpool and not like there was a fandom base. Do you have any idea who this is? No, but I'm assuming it's Gwen as Deadpool. Yes, basically. So uh, um, when Spider-Gwen took off in ways that no one ever expected. Oh, my God. Quick, 
Side note. Spider-Gwen was originally supposed to wear the classic Gwen Stacy, like, trench coat and green skirt or green stuff. But, like, in Spider-Man colors and then just, like, a mask mm-hmm. with the blonde, uh, you know, 70s blonde hair coming out still. And they were like, that sounds terrible. We're not doing that. And designed that costume. And that costume is why Gwen works. Like, nice. that's why anyone gives a crap about Spider-Gwen. But when they she got her own book and everyone was going, oh, my God, Gwen, they were doing Gwen variants, uh, variant covers on different things. And Chris Boccolo designed a Gwenpool variant. And it's a pink and white Gwen Deadpool design. And it the picture is like her just like on a floaty thing in a pool or something like mm-hmm. that. It's cute. But cosplay fans took off with this immediately we're like yep that's it that's amazing and they went oh my god we need to pay attention to this and (laughs) launched a book and at first uh, there were a lot of neckbeards going girl did you know you know the usual forget but i was like i don't i only kind of pay attention to deadpool so i don't know how much i care and then one they hired girahiru to be the main artist for it who is an incredible Usually all ages artist did that amazing Superman smashes the clan did a bunch of avatar. The last airbender comics does fantastic artists, but cartoony and aware that they're cartoony, like not embarrassed by it. Mm -hmm. Like some people feel like they are. And then it's a character that like Deadpool is aware that they're in a comic book, but instead of like occasional side notes of Deadpool saying something dumb about it, not a bad thing. Deadpool saying something dumb about it's fun. It's literally her character concept. She comes from a different universe and and knows that she's in Marvel Comics. Nice. I like that. She has been data mined. This isn't uh, final by any means, but currently she is a 2-1 with an on-reveal double this card's power. Weird. I, I, um, I can almost guarantee she's going to get changed, but I don't know to what. Yeah. She'd be most useful in... Bounce with Wong and Odin. Yes. And then if you get the right zone, that's what? Two, four, four, eight, eight, sixteen? Two, sixteen. That's good. Yeah. But that's 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 everything going right. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. You're not getting blocked. You're not getting hand controlled. It's, Mm -hmm. yeah. So... Where were we? What did I ask? What did, where are we at? Are we ending this? I don't That's know. That's all for today, folks. That's all for today, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have my script in front of me. That's it's all for okay. today, folks. The weekly game of Marvel Snap is happening. So blah, blah, blah. Bon voyage. That works for me. Peace. <laughs>